Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Check one, two, check, check. Just making sure you can hear me okay. Um, Thank you so much again for joining me today. Um, Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Um, What we're going to be doing today, if you joined me yesterday, we talked about the 12-bar blues and how to play the 12-bar blues in the open position, um, how to play it with bar chords on the sixth string and the fifth string. And uh, so you could play 12-bar blues in any key, okay? So today what we're going to be doing is I'm going to show you how to advance the blues chords that you have been playing to make your blues sound a little more authentic. Now, the first way to do that is to take all of your chords. Now, let's just take a look at our bar chords. I've got an A. Let's do this in the key of A. So if you were with me yesterday, I learned, I I explained to you how to play 12-bar blues where your one chord was here and your four chord was underneath you and your five chord is two frets higher. One, four, and five. Okay? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna convert all three of these chords into seventh chords. They're called dominant seventh chords. And again, I don't wanna get into the theory of it um, right now on this because we only have a limited amount of time and I don't wanna take too much of your time, but we're gonna convert those into seventh chords and listen to how cool it sounds. So if I take this bar chord, this Uh, A major bar chord that I'm playing, and I take my pinky off, all of a sudden we get more of a bluesy sound as a result of that note right there. Okay, and we can even double that sound by taking the pinky and placing it on the eighth fret of the second string, and we get this even kind of cooler sounding A7 chord. Now, when we go to the four chord, which was D, let's go ahead and make that into a seventh chord as well. And the way we're gonna do that is we're gonna play five, seven, five, seven. So we're gonna bar over the fives and we're gonna add our ring finger on the seventh fret of the fourth string and we're gonna add our pinky on the seventh fret of the second string. So the fourth string, uh, excuse me, the third string is the fifth fret here. So we're not pressing on that third string with these fingers, we're pressing on it with the bar. So we get wind up with fifth fret, seventh fret, fifth fret, seventh fret, and then a fifth fret on the bottom as well. And again, we get more of that bluesy sound. And you can see how all of a sudden with a little bit of a tweak of those chords and with a rhythm, changing the rhythm up a little bit, and it depends on what tempo you're playing at, what groove you need, all those sorts of things. As you change those, all of a sudden it begins to sound more authentic like blues. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. 
And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Five chord's gonna look just like the four chord. Back to the four. And again, if you don't know the 12 bar structure, watch the video from yesterday where I talk all about that and teach you about that. Okay, so now we've created these seventh chords and we can see that it sounds a bit more authentic to what blues really is, okay? But we can expand this even more by doing some other really cool stuff. Now, let's leave the, the one chord, in this case, the A chord, let's leave that as an A7 for now. It sounds really cool. And the, the, certainly the D7 and the E7 sound cool too, but let's take that D and try something else. We're gonna, we're gonna turn that D chord into a D9. Which means I'm playing five, four, five, five. And I'm not playing the two outside strings, I'm just playing these middle four strings. So now when I go from the one chord, which in this case is A, A7, to the D, I'm going to this D9, and it sounds really, really cool. And then when I go to the E, I'm gonna move up a whole step, do that nine, but I'm gonna take this pinky and I'm gonna kick it out one, and create what we often refer to as the Jimi Hendrix chord, which is the E in this case, with a sharp nine, a raised nine. Which sounds really cool. So again, I, I, I'm sure you've got stuff you gotta get back to, so I don't wanna waste a lot of your time. You can always come back and watch this video later if you need to, but let me play you a 12 bar blues using the A7, the D9, and the E sharp nine, and see what you think of it, okay? So here we go. Ready to go that four chord, however we want to. I'm going to D9. So that's a really great way of being able to expand your chords quite simply into a territory that sounds a little more like blues, okay? Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, like one of the biggest things that people talk about, well, is, well, how come my solos always sound like scales? And oftentimes the reason is, is because you're playing it like a scale. You know, if you go... 
it's gonna sound a lot like a scale, but if you learn how to start and stop in different places, and I always think of it kind of like speaking or, or singing, right? Where we need phrasing. We need to start thinking about phrasing. So as we're playing, instead of going, let's start thinking about breaking that into smaller pieces and doing some repetition. So if I had this going behind me, and I go, now you'll notice what I'm doing is I'm playing the pentatonic, but I'm actually creating a, a lick or a phrase out of it by starting somewhere and then stopping. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.